yeah, recording in progress. Uh, so I was so. showing Milan mm -hmm. the cards that I pulled mm -hmm. today. Yeah. She's not happy with me. I got strength and guidance again. I've gotten this card before. Oh, she's fuzzy. That's too bad. Strength and guidance. You can put a little like strength and guidance right here. Right there. Right there. And clear, cancel, and release. She said, mm. we canceled, mm. but not us. We're, we're not, canceled. we're not canceled ever. No, ever. Um, so again, like I said, strength and guidance. This is the second time I'm receiving this message. And should I just like read it all? Sure. Yeah. Read it all. <laughs> Don't underestimate the power of your soul. You are a strong and resilient soul. With the capacity to rise above any challenge. Yeah. Divine intervention is taking place at this time. I know this to be true. Whatever is occurring in your life is providing a real learning curve for your soul. You are becoming more and more aware of what will lead you to fulfill your purpose and what will divert you from joy. Your angel guide is encouraging you to recognize that the feelings that are coming to you now our guidance that will help you understand the steps that you need to take and the moves that you need to make in order to be aligned mm -hmm. with abundance and support. Oh. Oh. Bars. Oh, listen, my bracelet, they're making it. Oh, you're, you're even louder. <laughs> Strength yeah. and guidance. I have to think, I had this revelation. Oh, yeah. I had the, you know, epiphany that this was the very first, oh, it's backwards. This backwards stuff is just, um, my very Will it first reverse this time? deck. No, goodness, no. See, I feel like it does it with mm -hmm. like, with Apple, nah. with Apple products. It doesn't. And... I bought this deck, what, like two, three? Yeah, you bought that years a ago, A few years Before ago. Before I bought my deck. Yes, yes, that's right. And little did I know. Little did I know that I am guided by I'm angels. An angel. And I bought angel the Angel Guide Oracle book. Thank you, Hay House. Thank you, Kyle Gray. Yes, Kyle. We love Kyle's. The second card received is clear, cancel, and release backwards. But she's like, mm -mm. Is it? Mm -mm. and that. And she's blowing stuff out of her hands. Let me see. Ooh, yes. That's blowing stuff out of her hands. No Reiki energy. That's the Reiki energy. Yesterday, I felt so good taking my walk at Island Lake, mm -hmm. and I was just, oof, the energy. You were just off the water like this. like not like that but more just like not a little more time. subtle i didn't i didn't walk around like that not this time <laughs> maybe next time Ooh, clear cancer release you're being oh read it read it loud read it proud you are being guided to clear your life and energy of any negative or challenging people situations or events 
It's time to release any old ideas, negative thought patterns, or even sarcastic comments you may be using to put yourself down. <laughs> Angel wisdom wants you to recognize and realize the power of your words, thoughts, and intentions. If you are saying something even jokingly about yourself that might have a negative effect on you or express something you wish wasn't real, you are being encouraged to be more loving towards yourself. Angels are guiding you to clear, cancel, and release anything you no longer want or need in order to make room, more room for love, positivity, and peace. Guilty. Moms, we do this, right? She does this. I do this too often. You know what? You've, got, you've gotten better, though. I have gotten better. I used to do it a lot. I do remember a time that you, like, lost your mind on me. I think you got, yeah. like, extremely angry because I was making... I was making an overweight joke about myself. I think I put jeans on or something and you were just like. <laughs> yeah, I might as well have done that. I mean, like, I, I I don't know what it's like to be a parent. and I don't know. Thank God for myself. I don't know what it's like to be overweight. Um, but like when you're a parent and you're telling your daughters to love yourself and be exactly who you are regardless of what you look like or what other people think of you and you're saying stuff about yourself that ain't very nice you got something on your lip there um no yeah. I don't actually do I really you know, it's like a little oh you it's not edible <laughs> <laughs> what was it it's like a fluff I didn't see it. It's still there. Oh my god. <laughs> I was like, is that a metaphor for no. not speaking good words? <laughs> Maybe. Get fluff on your lips. Yeah. It's like... Goodness. There you go. Oh, Perfect. I see it. I think it's from my sweatshirt. I don't think you can see it on the my thing. But anyways. You should be wearing one of these. Yes, you should be wearing one of these. I should be wearing You should be wearing one Sorry. Anyways, don't talk bad about yourself um, because your kids are going to take that off. And moms, we think it's okay because we make a joke out of it. And like, it's really our insecurities shining through. And if you have an intuitive child, she will pick up on it mm -hmm. and not be okay with it. She won't find it funny. And because they, they take that on. But when you have a strong, when you are building strong women, um, even luckily 10 pound dogs hurt my arms 10 pounds yeah yeah it's fine strong inside strong on the inside inside maybe not on the outside that you are sometimes I used to I, I used to good be. lord 14 year old was a beast mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but it it's damaging we need to stop I know we need yeah we need to stop it's not funny and luckily, I am learning to love my imperfect self. So, what do you do then? What do you? What are some of your your little rituals now to counteract your 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 ideas, your negative thoughts and feelings about yourself? I mean, I think most important is just being realistic. Like, I can't wish at forty two, and some women can. 
but I can't wish to have my 20 year old self back and B, why would I want my 20 year old self I was just about back? to say, I was like, do you really want your 20-year-old self? I do not. Yeah. I love me now. I I'm love 42-year-old me. I'm kind of a 20-year-old her. For, for only a 20 few more old, days. Yeah, exactly. For four more days. Four. Four more days. That is it. And then she's going to be 21, which is the age that I had you. What? I thought it was 20. I know, but I did the math. That's the thing. I think I yeah, I know. I lied to you because because you know math is not my forte. It's not for any other reason. <laughs> it's only because I I math is not my it's not my favorite. So okay, it's not my favorite too either. So you were born when I was twenty one. I was born to did. You was born to did when I was twenty one. Well, I guess everything happened when I was twenty one. Yeah, because doing the math. Sorry. Mathematically. I just took a drink. I don't take a drink. Clear, cancel, and release. Clear, cancel, and release that. <laughs> Clear, cancel, and release that from your. Release that image. Just cancel yeah. that image. Yeah. I guess. Clear, cancel, and release. Definitely. We need to. We need to do that. Mm-hmm. because it gives our daughters a complex and luckily you don't and it one. gives you a complex it does give me a complex yeah because it's actually not funny and I try and act like I can laugh it off mm-hmm. really really I was not laughing no you weren't I do recall one time when you were in I'm talking very slow <laughs> You are. She's I remember this lagging. One time. <laughs> She's lagging. <laughs> Wi-Fi. I remember there was this one time you were in Aritzia. Do you remember that? Was this a long time ago? Kind of. Okay, continue. You were in Aritzia. Oh, wait, was it Aritzia? Maybe it wasn't, but we went to a store. Okay. And like you started crying because you tried something on it's happened a few times okay you start like she started crying because she was just like i look awful like i don't like the way this looks even though like i don't know i personally remember the shirt looking fine Mm -hmm. i didn't see a problem with it but like you were so sad Mm-hmm. like because you thought that this shirt did not look good on you mm-hmm. oh god it's taking me back yeah I've had a lot of those moments actually yeah. and it was like like as your kid I was like what do I do um but it was just like like I think I I especially with you I have very like tough love yeah I would say yeah because you so, know you have to with me yeah I'm pretty tough and because chingona. chingona yeah i think i was like mom enough it looks fun <laughs> and then in my distorted head i'm like of course you're gonna say that you're my daughter yeah and you want to get out of here probably. <laughs> <laughs> stop crying in the air stop it why are you like this <laughs> 
Why are you like this? Why? My, ch- my child is an empath in a different way, but I am like the super emotionally charged empath. Yeah. So I am. I am. <laughs> Why are you like this? When, when, when she gets like that, I tend to like harden up and I tend to just like stonewall myself. And I'm like, <laughs> you actually do. Together. It's funny. She turns, she like morphs into like an actual rock. Yeah. In Fort Knox. yeah but yeah fix your your idea of yourself or yourself and your kids Mm -hmm. because it can hurt it can hurt them it makes them sad nobody wants to see them all upset yeah but you like and then again to me the most important I mean, and it all fits together is that I, I wouldn't want you girls to have the same complex. So hi, why am I, why am I giving you that energy? Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, again, going back to being realistic, like that's how, you know, you start to release it. And it's just like, also ladies, if you're going to stress about it, it's like a losing battle. One hundred percent. If you're gonna stress about how you look, like if you're gonna work out as a punishment, if you're gonna work out as a consequence, it's not gonna work because stress holds that, you know, the cortisol or whatever. I don't like science, but it is a it is a fact that stress will hold, make you hold that weight. If you could just work out or exercise or move your body to be healthier, to move the energy within you to live longer, you know, and feel better, more energized. And yes, you know, there's the obvious bonus of looking better in your clothes or feeling better in your clothes, I should say. But really and truly, you know, once you start to like, just have that healthy relationship with your shell, your body that holds your soul, it becomes so much easier and just like why 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 do we hate ourselves like why media tells us to which is very unfortunate gosh darn it media yes the media is very um sad it's very sad and yeah it's very sad it's very it's it's very toxic it could be very toxic obviously we're here (laughs) This is media. Right. But we're, we're, you know. But I'm saying, like, in the context of, like, like, you can use it for good. Which Obviously, is our you can purpose. Use it for good, but you can also, even if it's unintentional, I feel that you can still use it for negative things. Um, oh, heck yes. I think especially, like, TikTok has, I don't know, I, I, I bring up like that popped into my mind this one specific like influencer I guess Mm -hmm. um she is like like a twig which is fine Mm -hmm. um there's nothing wrong with that and like I think that her body is beautiful but you see like in the comments is everybody's like oh my god I want to be you like I want to be this skinny like I wish that I had your body um but like i i think that her body is like genuinely just genetically 
tiny. Yeah. And it's like, I couldn't get to that. Right. Like, I, I couldn't. I definitely like, could not get like, to that. I'm that skinny, but, genetics. like, I'm not, like, 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 she has, like, like, her waist is like this. Wow. And, like, her torso is very long, so, like, it just looks very elegant. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, like, people who are, like, trying to match that, like, it's hard for, I feel like it would be very hard for you to match that because it's, like, she just seems, it seems like she is very genetically skinny. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are people that really truly are mm-hmm. and some of those people will like try so hard to eat to like put weight on because mm-hmm. thank goodness bodies that are thick and full are finally be- being accepted as a i don't know on a larger standard. scale i'll say yeah as a beauty standard um and uh yeah it, it is what it and, and we have to like j- that's another thing I learned, like just to love my uniqueness. But too, I feel like beauty standards were brought up for people to buy things. Like I think you learn about this a lot, sociology and stuff. But like beauty standards were were pretty much like made so that people would buy things. Mm-hmm. Like um, I don't know, for example, like makeup. You know, oh, you need this to make your face more skinny or like this top will make your gut slimmer Mm -hmm. so and I mean again like I don't think that like I love my makeup you do like I do love my makeup um but when it's used to change your face rather than enhance Mm -hmm. your your beauty Mm -hmm. or cover up your face mm-hmm. that's when it becomes kind of a problem yes um because again I don't think that there's anything wrong with makeup I think makeup is beautiful yeah you I like love, you like to put your makeup yeah on. I love doing like my little eyeliner and stuff mm-hmm. but when you're like I don't know you can't go out without your makeup because you think you look mm-hmm. disgusting without it or you know I need that tummy tucking top because because people will think I look fat like yeah or I'm not leaving the house unless I've yeah painted a face on exactly like it's like I don't but but if you if you just like having a face on I don't I don't think there's anything wrong with that yeah no like I think it's just like if you're doing it to cover yourself up mm-hmm. to hide mm-hmm. that's what it's about yeah I agree and like even going back to the weight thing, like I've talked to quite a few women who, um, you know, when they've lost weight, people will be like, oh my God, you look so amazing. You look so great. Oh my God, what's your secret? What have you been doing? And they're like, I'm so depressed right now. I freaking hate myself. I know my body's thinner, my clothes fit better, but like I'm a mess Mm. and I haven't been eating and that's why I lost weight not because I you know what I mean have optimum nutrition you know enjoying workouts and stuff like they're they're like I was the most broken and people are telling me I look beautiful yeah 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 and so at the same time like I get when people are like just don't comment anymore and but I'm 
It's that it's so it's but I feel like tough that's being a woman. Yeah. Yeah. It's so tough being a woman. Because at the same time, it's like when you are feeling good and you are eating better and you are working out, and then no one's commenting and yeah. you know, pumping you up, then you're like, this kind of sucks. Like, yeah. But that's why you just have to be your own pump up yes. person. Your own pump up person. And yeah. But then like I think that that thing too about like everybody telling me that I'm good or like that I'm doing well. Um I'm gonna bring up sociology again. Yeah, but there was too. there's this whole thing with um this guy named Charles Cooley and his whole thing was like I am who I think you think I am. Drop it one more time slower. I am who I think you think I am. So basically, like, your perception of yourself is based off of how other people see you. Mm, generally. Generally. Until. Until. You, you become decide. A <laughs> You're <a> taking. <laughs> until you put on your chingona sweatshirt and you know what the real deal is exactly so um but yeah but you like your perception of yourself has always been how other people perceive you Mm -hmm. so and i feel like you know that's kind of how we're expected to act because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. that's that's kind of like the old school way mm-hmm. and i guess change makers are trying to do different mm-hmm. not perfect but it's it's just how it was right well my parents told me that this is how i should be so i'm going to tell you that this is how you should be mm-hmm. and that's why too one of my you know, big quotes is remember who you are before the world told you who you are. Bex, mm. mic drop. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I did mention that today we would talk about like just change because I feel like I've been through a lot of change and I feel like you've been through a lot of change. Mm-hmm. Because you were going through the motions and went to university, like every Asian parent wants their children to do. However, change maker, change maker didn't put that standard on you. Yeah, any of my children. Mm-hmm. What I want for my children is happiness, peace, and success. So I've always told my children, whatever that looks like to you and whatever you want to achieve, then, you know, go that route. You did feel pressure, though, Mm -hmm. that you had to go that route. Yeah. And like, because here's the thing, like, it's like, especially with Lola and Lola, Mm -hmm. like, I felt like. And as, like, the oldest child, like, a lot of the time I was, I felt like I had to go to the highest. And you're, and you're not wrong. 
yeah they, they did put that pressure. yeah they did put that pressure mm-hmm. like I felt like I had to constantly go for the highest achievement um you know like I was always like in elementary school I was a straight-a student mm-hmm. um you were the valedictorian I was a valedictorian you know first first just first born in general mm-hmm. um so you know like I always felt like I had that standard to set like for my siblings um and yeah so then like I got to high school and then high school I was kind of just going through the motions 9 10 was fine 11 and 12 was like oh my god like I was dying like I was not okay <laughs> yeah I was not okay true. Um, true. It, but and still I was just like just finish yeah she was like just finished but my like what I was thinking for myself was that it was like oh god now I gotta get the grades to go into university and you know like I still gotta go to university like I still gotta get the best grades that I can get like for me there was like I wasn't fully hearing what she was saying um and like for me it was just like I need to be the highest achieving like that I've ever been Mm -hmm. um so yeah but then COVID happened and I got into university and I was like okay well I guess I'm doing this now um didn't get into the program that I wanted to um so that what I went to university I went to university for sociology and uh criminology and that was my second choice so even then I was already just like okay well here we go (laughs) um and like I always I always say that if COVID didn't happen I probably would have dropped out first year really yeah wait why like why because COVID was so it made everything so easy oh easy right yeah right okay because you exams were with your exams you could cheat on the tests like they would be like whatever go for it yeah like you would barely have to go to your classes because everything was just like videos Mm -hmm. like there wasn't really much like and that was first and second year Mm -hmm. second year I think like half of second semester was in person and I was like this is fine like I'll be I'll be okay yeah yeah third year came around and I was like I was done but it's it's funny because like I just knew that you weren't a university student (laughs) I knew this about my child like I don't know if it's mother instinct or just because I knew that you weren't all about the books like you were smart in another way like you're you have a very high intelligence but it's not with books and studying and assignments and stuff like that like but that's so and so let's go back to how everybody else perceived me mm. that's how everybody else perceives me Mm -hmm. you're so smart can you help me with the homework like so is it like it wasn't enough that mom because of course mom you know yeah kind of have my back and it's like okay whatever mom like because everybody else yeah everybody else thought that I was super smart Mm -hmm. and like yeah of course like you had my back and it's kind of the same thing with like of course she's going to tell me that I don't look fat because yeah she's my daughter yeah so yeah because it was funny because 
thank goodness my children talk to me when they, you know, are feeling, you know, and sometimes it takes them a bit, but they do eventually talk to me and open up when they're struggling. Thank goodness. Um, and you'll tell me this stuff and I'm like, but where is this coming from? Like, I never put this pressure on you. Yeah. Like, I never set these expectations. I always told you to just like, do what you want. If it makes you happy, if it makes you feel successful, that then go that route. If you feel, you know. But there's still a box. Like, regardless of what you tell me or like what the next person tells me, there's already 10 other people telling me something different. The, the societal box. Societal box. And like, and, and two, like, just high school alone is all geared towards getting you to the next academic level mm -hmm. like there's no other avenues like I guess there's like co-op where you can do apprenticeships and stuff mm -hmm. but like it's still you're still gearing up to go to school yeah so <clears throat> excuse me yeah it's true. So, but what do you do about that, right? Because it's like you can't just change the school system. It's true. Although I feel like there is going to be change with the school system because well, that's good. What even is school anymore? Yeah. They keep, you know, they're evolving and changing it and I'm going to I'm going to be honest and say making it easier and kids have so much authority now, mm -hmm. to, way more than teachers and you know, sometimes even parents, but that's a whole, that's a whole another box. Boy. Um, but yeah, I get, I mean, and, and I guess it, and it is tough being a kid, especially three out of my four are born in the later part, like in the winter, basically November and December, my other, yeah, three, three yeah. out of four of you are born Jesus, in yeah baby. I just have one spring baby and so you guys were young like you you're going into university at 17 yeah how how do you expect a 17 year old and you're picking your courses and stuff at 16 to decide that's right 15. to decide yeah their whole adult future when they're literally a child L literally because I think what 15 you have to pick your grade 11 courses so that's already gearing up for university. Yeah. And then grade 12 is when you start applying. It's a lot. And I mean, it is, it, that's made for some people, right? We, mm -hmm. There's something for everyone. We still need those doctors, you know, lawyers, yeah. teachers, engineers, whatever. But I mean, we also need people to do not so intense things around this world like dog sitting so that's what I'm doing now I dropped out and now I'm a dog sitter mm -hmm. and it's but it's so amazing it's and it's so important mm -hmm. especially the connection that you have with animals like you've taught me to see animals as like as a soul like because everything has soul everything has energy Jal has a soul Okay. Right, Joe? It's Yuri. It's Joe. <laughs> How many names do you have for your dog? Too many. Because we have. Yeah, we have like 23. And like, they're not even close. No. One to His another. His name is Yuri, and then we call him Joe. 
that's just one of <laughs> again a whole nother that's a whole nother yeah, anyways but yeah I feel like everybody has their calling and there are some people who will go through life not answering their calling and I mean such is life but I want you children to answer your calling whatever that may be even if it's dog sitting and my mother still doesn't support that yeah <laughs> she's like she'll she'll tell me I I'm praying that she will go back to school and and I'm like so she won't but okay yeah <laughs> I mean you know what I might we never know yeah, like true. I'm not gonna I'm not going to not like I'm not going to completely like say at the school system like right there there might be a time where I, I might have to go back to school like mm -hmm. or there's something that I actually could learn from the schools and like that's the, I'm, I'm not I'm not taking that out as an option but I don't feel like that is the way to go especially when you're going to school knowing that your degree is a safety net yeah it's true like because that's what I felt like yeah like I felt like I was going to school to get just get a degree okay and let's talk net. about how many people have a degree in something that they do not use mm -hmm. like most people I know they went to university and got themselves a degree they're not in the same yeah I heard another a girl just the other day she was like yeah I went to school and now uh, I'm not using that degree at all which is usually the case mm -hmm. and I mean even people that go into business majority of them did actually not do anything with this like in regards to being an entrepreneur like they might be in a business obviously if you're working for someone you're in a business mm -hmm. um but yeah they don't I don't know hello I'm not anti-school but no. at the same time it's just like I just don't think the that pressure needs to be taking off these children yeah and I don't think that it has to be like your first priority mm -hmm. like even like if you want to take a year off like take a year off to figure it out mm -hmm. like I know that that's what a bunch of my friends did yeah and, like they're in school now or they're figuring it out like one stipulation I did have though is okay you're not taking a year off to loaf around and yeah. sleep in and play video games or what not that you ever play video games but I, mean, I told my children you play video games well not like the boys right but like and, and they, 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 they don't game, even go you know? hard oh yeah you do that's right um yeah the boys do not go hard compared to Compared to friends, some other people, yeah. They don't they don't go hard. But yeah, I just said to my kids, if you take that year off, you better be doing something that's helping you grow. Yeah. You get a job. Get a job. In the least. Mm -hmm. Get a job. So you at least know what job you won't do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you won't want in your future. And you're you're making something of yourself. Mm -hmm. But don't just stay home and loaf. Yeah. That's all I ask. I don't care. And I don't even care what kind of job you get, but you're taking that year off to still learn how to adult and integrate into the world as an adult. Mm -hmm. 17 or not, 18 or not, 
whatever the case is. And if you find that, hey, I, in order to adult that I need to go to school, then I need to go to school. Yeah. And I guess that year will help you figure it out because, you know, maybe your the part-time job that you have or full-time job, you're like, oh, I really like this. I'd like to, you know, continue on, continue in that kind of field. Don't just lie. Lola still says that I want, she wants me to go to school. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she, she said, I'm praying that you will go back to school. Yeah, because she's funny. Even the other day when I went to her house, mm -hmm. she's like, uh, oh, so how's your... Did you tell her that, that I quit the dog grooming? I... I don't think I, I actually told her. I know, yeah, I talked to her yesterday. She's like, I didn't know that Milan quit. So maybe yeah. it was one of the, maybe it was one of your titos then. Maybe. Because for her yeah. to say it to me that way, like. Well, because I told her the last time that I was there. Mm -hmm. um, I told her and then she was like, oh, you know, I don't know. I don't even remember what, like I was telling her about how like the business was going and like it was going well and whatever. And she was like, hey, but you don't have your benefits. I'm like it's it's old school it is old school program mind you I understand the benefits like sure benefits are good but you go get a package well, and that's what I told her I was like you can go get a package for benefits and like you can get a package like I was like it's not it's not that deep <laughs> yeah it's not like if I'm making enough money if I'm making a bunch of money and I can go buy myself a benefits package is it really any different and here's the thing sometimes with the benefits or a lot of times with the benefits package you don't use all the stuff mm -hmm. yeah exactly. so you're paying this thing monthly for all the stuff when really if you just need a little bit of stuff yeah and you just pay it as you need it mm -hmm. it all works out or you might even be saving money mm -hmm. like if you never get sick or you never you know all you need is your puffer yeah. um you know, you want to get a massage every now and again, you got a, you know, ache or a pain, like you, then you go to the, you know, whatever, mm -hmm. like as needed, as needed basis. Like it's not, it's not that big of a deal. And if you want to talk about um employment benefits or whatever, save your money. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just have a, have a plan Yeah. for those rainy days. It's very simple, folks. It's not save your money if you're just going to make money and just spend it spend it spend it spend it and not have a plan for the unknown mm -hmm. you might run into some problems but and like okay and so then there's there's also this where like I had a hard time especially with like my decision to drop out of school and all of that like you are always taught that like your elders know best Mm -hmm. like you're always taught that like because they've lived so much more life than you they've been through a lot more things than you um that they know what's best for you mm -hmm. so because they do love you your your grandparents right loved you yes and I understand that mm -hmm. but when you come to a point where and like I feel like I'm old enough to make my own decisions. Like I, I do feel, and I, I, I don't feel like I would let myself fail. Correct. So it's like, 
at that point, it's very hard to listen to yourself. And it's almost like you have to jump over this hurdle of like, I'm not a kid anymore. And like, you actually have to make your own decision. And I feel like that was the scariest part. Mm -hmm. And like, the idea of like, oh my God, what if I actually do fail? Then I come back home and I look like a failure. And the thing is that never leaves when you're deciding. Yeah. You know, when one thing to another it doesn't matter what it is you'll you should always have that shit but what if I fail Mm -hmm. but that can't be your focus right it's Mm -hmm. just like it's a thought but it should not be your focus it's you're just being human yeah and your brain is trying to protect you from ever feeling any kind of fear so it's like but yeah but what if but what if but we can't think that way it's just it's unproductive true because then you get stuck in fear mm-hmm. and then you're like i'm not gonna do anything because i'm comfortable here yeah i'll just stay in this boring part. yeah i'll just let stay just, in this boring part of my life <laughs> let me just not have any excitement yeah. and we'll just be yeah <laughs> just gonna sit here <laughs> I think a lot of my changing happens when when we lost when I lost dad, right? Mm-hmm. My dad. And and sometimes it it just it has to be that way, right? Like when you have like somebody asked me this after I did my presentation about stepping into your power and you know, one of the attendees was like, okay, but like, when did this start for you? Right. Um, and yeah, I brought up, I brought up my dad and how like, he was always my rock. Funny enough, his nickname is Rocky. He was my rock. Like if I was, you know, feeling sad or, you know, like my, my marriage wasn't great or whatever the case was, my dad was like my rock. And it didn't matter what else was going on because I know that I can see my dad and just like being in his presence made everything okay. Oh man, that wasn't supposed to happen. <laughs> and so when I didn't have that anymore, it's like, okay, well, Carol, like it's just you. You got to be your own rock. And like, I do have him here. I know, I know he's there holding me up all the time and pushing me forward. But like, um. Stonewalling begins. The stonewalling begins. Why are you like? Why, why do you, you like? Why this? are you like this? <laughs> no, but I get it. I do get it. Lola right? was my Lola was. My, he was your rock yeah, too. He was, he was everybody's rock. Mm-hmm. The nickname was not a mistake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> His name is Reginaldo. There's no C in there, but anyways, for a why. Um, and yeah, it's uh, you know, it's, who's. Nat Kipling, mm. Headwaters Wellness, said he had to support you from the other side. Because mm-hmm. truthfully, on earth, would Lolo support me being an entrepreneur? Probably not. Mm-hmm. They like the safe route as they expressed with my child, mm-hmm. not even theirs, but their granddaughter. Um, play it safe. Make sure you have pension and benefits. Make mm-hmm. sure you have that money. Don't, you know what I mean? Um, 
but you know up there he knows he you know he's just like yeah there is no box for my daughter (laughs) don't try and put her in a box there's no box for her (laughs) that came out of um yeah that was something not shared with me and uh yeah and that he's rooting for me so he I don't think he would on earth he'd just be like no play it safe go get a job get a job pay off your mortgage Mm -hmm. so yeah that was my that was my catalyst to change and to stand up for myself and make life happen for me I'm not letting I'm not letting life happen to me Mm -hmm. I started living the life I wanted to not that I felt intentionally stuck in right she's only turning 21 y'all she's such a smart cookie she's cute too (laughs) (laughs) yes so that was my big catalyst for change and you would say the same or just like Lolo yeah or just you were just like I know I don't want school I just I think my big catalyst for change was my mental health Mm. honestly like Lolo too like I think Lolo passing was Lolo passing was a big change in my life but I don't think it was the catalyst for all of this okay um yeah I feel like for me it was my mental health like I was like not okay Mm -hmm. you know that I was not okay Mm -hmm. you know now um but I think like and and surprisingly enough like having friends who I could talk to um because it was for me but when did you like when did you say to yourself okay I need to do something here like yes you were struggling with mental health but like what was that like deciding point to make change when I realized that I didn't want to do anything with my degree Mm, okay I think that was it for me like like when yeah like when my mental health was deteriorating and like it was like it was because of school like I realized that it was because I didn't know what I was gonna do Mm -hmm. and like I knew that like I was not going into that field that's when I was like what am I doing this for right I was just like I don't know what I'm doing here like this is not me um like I hate this like I hate this school (laughs) I was just like I hate this school yeah um and yeah I was just like I don't feel like I belong here and like I knew that I wasn't going into this thing like into like when I went to actually when I went to that job fair remember the job fair at the school yeah that was like kind of eye-opening for me because I was like I don't want to do this I don't want to do that I don't want to do that because like like, the ones that I had picked up and that were like part of that like I could have gone to with my program um it was like 
victim's unit. It was like parole officer. It was cop. It was military, like all of that stuff. And I was like, I could do this. I could. Because you want to help people. Because I want to help people. But. But I would be stupid if I said that my mental health couldn't handle that. Yeah. Because. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're way too bright for that stuff. Mm -hmm. That would be so. Like, if school is damaging for your soul, imagine. Yeah. The tragedy and, like. Well, yeah. That you and like, to, I, 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 I don't know if this is what you're saying, but like bright, are you saying bright as in like smart or bright as in like light? The light. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So like you have to be smart in order to go into those fields. Yeah. Um. So that's not what she's saying. She's not saying I'm too smart for that. Um, Like you're saying more so like my... Like, I can't be in all of that. Like, mm-hmm. That's too much darkness. That's yeah. too much. Like, all that like, sadness, all that anxiety. Pain. Like, oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, your heart would your heart would suffer. Yeah. Well, because even just, like, you know, obviously the way that I pick up on your energy and, like, my friend's energy, like, um, you know, like, a lot of my friends were struggling, too, with school. And, mm-hmm. like, that, that hurt me, too. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, my God. Like. What is going on here? Why is school stressing everybody out this much? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. It doesn't feel like a good thing because everybody's <laughs> suffering doing it. Like all my friends are just like, I don't want to do this anymore. Like, I don't even know what I'm going to do with this. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm done with this. Like, you know, like there's no, there's no real reason to be there. Yeah, and suffer. And suffer. Like, just continue to suffer. You know, and like you hear so many stories of like, I can't remember who told me this, but there was a, I don't know if it was a teacher or like a, a just some some authority figure. I can't remember who it was, but they were basically saying that their daughter was suffering so bad in school that she was like physically ill, like physically ill. I believe it. And as soon as she left, like, as soon as she, like, took a break, she was fine. I believe it. Because, too, not only school, but with jobs. uh, Mm. Oh, my God, yeah. Do not stay in a job that you, that you, oh, I Mm -hmm. used to go, I used to cry. You would cry every time. Oh, my Every time August rolled around. Oh, man. August, not even September. It was painful painful do not do not continue to go to a job that you didn't and then you know I felt physically ill there Mm -hmm. were days that I would go in there and I felt like feverish going Mm -hmm. in and then I started to think oh my god I think there's something in the walls I think there's like there's mold yeah because I would literally feel sick going in and I would you know the day I'd be nauseous I'd be okay at lunch and then I come back in, and I'm like, there's something, there's something in the air at the school. And that's school. what kind of was happening to me, too, remember? Like, there were, when I would go, when I was just even on the school grounds, or, like, I was driving to school, like, I would get, like... University? A, yeah, I would mm-hmm. get anxiety. Mm-hmm. Like, my chest would be really tight, like, my stomach would hurt. Mm-hmm. Like, it was, it was, it was scary. Like, it's like, school should not make you feel that way. Nothing should make you, Nothing feel, that should make you feel that way. Listen to your body. If your body's telling you that something's not right it's like listen Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
listen to your body. And that's why people like us are here she, for you to open your eyes to this stuff. Like your body is a lot smarter than you think it is. On the flip side. Flip it. When you feel like something is right and everybody's telling you that you're wrong. Mm. How does that make you feel? I don't care. But when you anyway. do... It depends what it is. And you really need to analyze. Because sometimes they could be right. Mm -hmm. Like when it comes to like romantic relationships, mm -hmm. for example. I wasn't the best at it. But now, like in hindsight now, knowing that I was broken, finding broken, mm -hmm. it all makes sense. In the moment, I love him. You're so wrong. Mm -hmm. Like, and that's why there, there are mentors. That's what mentors are for. You don't need to do anything alone. I think we should we can drop the mic on that because it's literally an hour and we gotta go do some stuff now. Yeah, do big people things. Big people things. I hope you took something out of this. There's a lot to unpack here. There's a lot to unpack. I feel like we touched on a lot of things. We did. We went all over yeah, the we place. Went off. I mean, the topic was changed and we went there. Yeah, we, we changed topics a lot. We changed. <laughs> In just this conversation, there was a lot of change. Exactly. And we hope to see you next week. Next week's going to be super exciting. Are you, I don't know if you can make it, but we're going to have What's a Wednesday? very special next week? guest. Will. Uh, Miss Gia from Opulence with Gia, a clear channel, a very wise young lady. And I met her in Sedona and we oh, were on a mission. I'll leave it at that. So I hope you tune in so that you can experience the frequency of Opulence with Gia. Yes. Thank you for joining us. And Thanks for coming. Yeah, we'll see you next time. See you next time. Hi. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Cancel? You have to pause the recording first, huh?